I am your host, Dr. J, the negotiation coach for professional women of color, and welcome to the Negotiate to Freedom podcast, where we learn how to audaciously use our voice to negotiate to freedom. is Dr. J, the negotiation coach for professional women of color, and welcome to another episode of the Negotiate to Freedom podcast. Today, I will be talking about overcoming negotiation anxiety and imposter syndrome, all right, because this definitely happens. So we need to understand how to manage all of this so that we can get what we want when we negotiate. So the first tip is cultivating a growth mindset. Now, just like in medicine, it takes time to learn different procedures. Remember when you were in medical school and you just learning how to conduct a HMP, that took time and it took practice, but you kept at it, you kept going. Just like if you were trying to perform various procedures during your medical journey, performing a central line or doing a lumbar tap, that took time and practice. But eventually you got it and you got really good at it where you can now probably do those in your sleep. So it is the same with negotiation. It is going to take practice. What happens to us as physicians, and especially women physicians, we tend to be perfectionists. And that is to no one's fault because of the nature of what we do in the medical field, right? We have somebody's life on the line. But now when it comes to applying what we need to do to a different setting, for example, in the negotiation setting or a business type of setting, since when you're negotiating, when you're negotiating, it is a business skill. So when you're now applying that to a different setting, such as business, we tend to get in our brains and we want to do things very, very perfect. And we're just adopting the same attitude that we've been trained with from medicine into this setting. But here, no one dies. So that is the benefit. No one dies. So if you did a negotiation and you didn't get what you wanted or you fumbled on a few words or you didn't feel confident, that is okay because there's always an opportunity to negotiate. And I like to think about negotiation like this. Negotiation is really just solving a problem It's solving a problem and it's solving a problem until two parties find an agreeable understanding. And this is something that we do very commonly in our practice as physicians. For example, let's say you prescribe a medication and you come to find out that your patient is not taking the medication the patient's not taking it and you prescribed it. So he prescribed a medication that 
I mean, he's he or she is not taking the medication that you prescribe. Now that is a problem. <laughs> that is a problem that needs to be solved. So you have to understand, okay, why is this patient not taking the medication? The patient has to understand what are the benefits? What are the risks, right? And so both of you come to a mutual understanding that, okay, I understand my side, I understand um, your side, and now we have an understanding that this medication is beneficial for you, that the benefits exceed the risk, and this is going to help you down the line. So that is just an example of how we negotiate in our everyday medical practice. If you have children, let's say your child does not want to um, eat their vegetables, and now you have to explain to your child, okay, what is the benefit of um, eating the vegetables? That may not be a good example because they still may not agree with you anyway. <laughs> they may, may still not agree with you anyway, but, but even in this case, there is a problem and it needs to be solved until there's an agreeable understanding, okay? So, that is just a simplified way you can look at negotiation because I want you to realize that there are so many instances where we negotiate in our everyday lives. It's not only when it comes to appointment. And so when we understand that there are so many opportunities to negotiate, we can take advantage of those and we can practice. And that way we don't have to be so much in our heads and allow our perfectionist natures take us over when we do have a negotiation that's a little bit more high stakes. All right, now the second thing is to normalize these feelings of imposter syndrome when it comes to negotiation. This is totally normal. I know for us, we are very high achieving and I mean, we excel at a lot of things, okay? Let's just let's just toot, a, toot our horns real quick. Let's just toot our horns real quick. We excel at many things. We we strive for excellence. And so when we encounter something that we may not be good at, it may cause us to have self-doubt. It may cause us to be discouraged. It may cause us to feel like we're unworthy. But these are totally normal feelings, totally normal feelings. And so if you could just go back to your days when you were first year medical student and you were learning how to take a history and you were learning how to do a physical exam, right? Initially, you didn't know how to do it, but you kept on practicing. You you took your, um, you know, you practiced on your family, your friends, like you practice, listen, you practice on everybody that you could. I know you did, okay? Uh, your, 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 your aunts, your nieces, your nephews, you practice, you practice taking history, you practice taking a good physical, you practice those, those physical exam skills. So it is just like with negotiation, you have to look at the different opportunities to practice. And then when you look, when you see those opportunities, you take advantage of those opportunities, those feelings will start to dissipate because all those opportunities that you see and you're taking advantage of allows you to build your confidence. Okay. So that is another way that can, that can help 
overcoming negotiation anxiety and imposter syndrome. Now, the third thing is acknowledge your small wins. So when you do see those opportunities, for example, if we go back to the example where you have a patient, the patient's not taking the medication you prescribed, and bam, that is, uh, this. you are negotiating right now. You are negotiating with your patient because your patient has to understand why you prescribed that. You need to explain it to a way that this patient understands. And the patient also has to be confident in his or her understanding to proceed with taking this medication that you prescribed in the first place. So even in a scenario like that, where you speak to a patient and they not taking their medications and you explain to them and the patient asks you questions and you're explaining more and they they ask you questions and now you get to an understanding where now the patient understands, okay, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense why I am to take this medication. That is a win. That is a negotiation win. So that is important to be acknowledged that you are always negotiating. I mean, you're a physician, you're seeing patients, you're negotiating with your patients. So that is a win. Now, the fourth way to overcome your negotiating anxiety and imposter syndrome is really to seek coaching or therapy because negotiation will bring back childhood memories it will go so far back into your childhood. There will be traumas that were uncovered that you really did not get a chance to uncover. And so it's important that if that does come up for you, that you seek therapy um, or coaching. Now, therapy and coaching, they're, they're two different things. If you have very traumatic experiences that happened in the past and you really did not allow them to have the um the respect that that it needs then i would advise you to seek therapy now coaching coaching it allows you to elevate from the current level that you're at. So you may have feelings of imposter syndrome, but there they may not be emotional traumas that you've had in the past. So that's a little bit different. Those that's a a little nuance between the two. So just to recap, four ways to overcome your negotiation anxiety and imposter syndrome is number one, cultivate your growth mindset. Number two, Normalize, normalize those feelings of self-doubt, unworthiness, discouragement. Normalize them. It's okay. You take practice, you keep moving, and that will help you build your confidence. Number three, you acknowledge those small wins. Those small wins that happen in our everyday lives that we often take for granted, acknowledge those. And number four is seek therapy or coaching. All right. Well, I hope you found this information helpful. Please, if you are a woman physician, share this podcast episode with another woman physician in your life and hit the subscribe button and stay connected with me on this podcast or, or I I shouldn't say, or, and Instagram at sysnegotiates. All right. Y'all be blessed. Bye.